let's hop onto a merge. Yep. It's how we met. And yeah. <laughs> it's a very, very niche gym business model that yep. you don't typically see. Mm-hmm. Can you talk to us a bit about it? Like yep. what is the business model? Yeah. So um, I, I guess initially to talk about the business model and, and like I said, I'm going to sound repetitive, but we're massively about the why. Like we, we spent a lot of time, Jules and I and Jackson as well, um, spent a lot of time figuring out, you know, we, we want to open a gym, but why do we want to open a gym? And um, <clears throat> Simon Sinek writes a really, really good book, um, Start With Why. And he also, he's got like a TED talk that's had a, a heap of views. And he talks about businesses and um, how a lot of people know, it's, it's the why, the how and the what. And a lot of people know what they do. So like... <clears throat> take a car factory or someone building cars like a Toyota or something everyone knows what they do they build cars right not all of them know how they do it because most of them would be salesmen and board members and things like this but people probably know a little bit about how so most companies kind of know how but not everyone in the company knows it knows how <clears throat> I don't know why Toyota exists like I'm not, I'm not sure what their what their why is and stuff like that and what how strong it is, but that's where we started. So, like, our why was basically to provide, like, our why is to emerge as the best person, the best version of yourself. So, whatever that looks like. So, if you're um, <clears throat> trying to lose some weight, training for a marathon, bodybuilder, powerlifter, whatever it is, it's just the best version of whatever that is, right? And that's that's why the company exists. So, we start with that. That's, that's number one. Um, <clears throat> and then we just happen to also be a gym right so the way that it, the way that um i'll use tesla in the, as an example i think their their why is um to build a sustainable future now that's super interchangeable now they could just be building solar panels right because it, it fits in with that fits in with their why so they build cars but they actually do now they're doing like solar panels with um on roofs and stuff like that with um that look like tiles and all this kind of stuff. So they're innovating in the space. Um, Apple are huge on it. They're, they're, um, <clears throat> their why is to challenge the status quo. So none of what their why is actually about <clears throat> what they're doing, if that makes sense. Um, do you want me to turn that off? That's my oh, phone. Can you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So no, none of their... <laughs> none of their um, yeah, sorry, I just lost my train of thought. So, no, so it's not actually about what they're doing. So the first thing is we want to help people be the best version of themselves. So how do we do that? Uh, we both we all like the gym, so that's how we're going to do it, right? So that's the start. That's how that's how we formed, and then from there it's like, okay, now how are we actually going to provide a service that is better than what we're seeing in the market at the moment? And then how do we because the other danger is if you're just always telling telling people what your why is, but you're not showing it through action, um, you you create mistrust with, with your potential clients and with a broader community. So it's like, oh, well, these guys are saying they care about everyone. They're saying like their why is to help us all emerge as the best version of ourselves. But how are you doing that? So that's the next thing. So it's like the how. So the how and how we create a trust is having the cap membership. It's like, all right, so... We're going to cap our membership because we we don't want the gym to be overcrowded. 
we want everyone that comes in here to have a good experience every single time they come in. And yeah, there will still be peak times and you might have to wait for something every now and then, but we want to limit that as much as possible. So <clears throat> the business model, you're starting to see, it's starting. we're trying to compete on value. So we're not trying to compete on price. So when we when we opened the doors, we had there was a gym, you know, maybe five k's away that were doing memberships for I think twelve dollars a week or something like that. Or not sorry, nine ninety nine it was for a week. And um, I could do the numbers on nine ninety nine for us, and we're going to need like a thousand members <laughs> you know, to break even. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, and and initially, probably because of my relationship with money and probably not having much money growing up. It's like we want to make it as cheap as possible because we want to get people in here. But then what happens is you flood the gym and then you also don't have any extra money to do fun things. So we do we so the other, the other way that we show people who we are is we have little events every now and then. We bring a DJ in. We had a barber at the last That's event we had there. Um, so and that that went off. That was one of Jules's ideas. That was that was really good. Um so the business model is really to compete on value. So that's that's number one. So this is what our why is. How do we show that and how do we compete on value? So initially, um, obviously, we're, we're a bit more expensive than other gyms, but we like to think that we keep the gym cleaner um, and it's going to be less crowded. So we're competing on value. Um, and then second to that, um, we weren't super hap- like, happy, but I'm... Um, I'm probably like a hard person to please to some degree. <laughs> so like everything's going really well. And I'm like, I just don't like we're having this impact and everyone's loving it here, but I just, how do we get more? Like, how do we get more out of this? Because we're going to have, we're going to cap the membership. So we've only got a certain amount of people. So I want to make sure all those people are getting as much as they can. And like a lot of people like yourself, they already know what they're doing. Like you've got a coach or you're well-rounded, but there are gen pop people who don't know what they're doing. So, that's where we brought in the coaching service as well. So we've got a, a we've got a coaching app. Um, Jules runs all that. So you've got like weekly check-ins, um, nutrition, programming, all that kind of stuff. So then it's like now we're layering in more services that add more value to people. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, oh, we're just charging more. Like we're actually making sure, can we provide this service and is it valuable and, and what is the value of that? So now all of a sudden we're getting a low amount of members who are getting better results, but they're paying a little bit more as well. And that's how the business model works. So we're, we're constantly competing on value rather than competing on growth. I love price. that. And, and that forces the premium, I guess. Like it, yeah, just, that's it, it justifies it. And I guess if anyone's work, walked into Emerge, you can just feel it mm. from the moment you walk in and just view like the equipment, yep. just like the whole layout of the place I guess justifies that premium. Yeah, yeah thank you. And yeah. yeah, no, it's yeah. it's what you've built is amazing. It's fantastic, yeah. and and I guess like it's a testament to your character and your hard work yeah. as well. Well, it's it's not just me. Like it's it's definitely Jules and Jackson, of course, and Drew and like everyone else. And and the other thing is too, I think when we talk about creating culture, it's like I think people people who are prepared to pay a little bit more understand what they're getting as well. So. You're kind of getting people that are coming in, like yourself. Um, we got some, like we got Chris Yip training there. Like we got, we've got Jared Hall. We have got like all these people who are, like almost at the top, like at the top of the game. Like 
So there's that as well. So it's like it's attracting the people, which is kind of like I don't even really have to do anything anymore for the culture. Do you know what I mean? Because the type of people who are coming through the doors are building that culture. So it's not even it's not even me anymore or or Jules or Jackson or like it's just everyone now. It's just a massive community. So um, it was kind of hard to get that off the ground and try to build that trust with people and try to try to really display who we are as a company. Now that people understand that, it's kind of like everyone there is just singing the same song. So definitely, man. Yeah. What was how important have Jules and Jackson been in the whole process? Oh, like. Super important. <laughs> like, like um, I guess Jules is like, he is, um, he's the ideas guy. He's the crazy guy. He's the guy who comes up with all these. Like you see the, like a lot of the, um, the content we put out, the videos, the funny ones, are like that's all Jules. Like that's, that's not, like, I'm not good at any of that shout stuff. Shout out. So <laughs> yeah, shout out to Jules. Um, and just having someone to back you up. And then Jackson as well, he's been there. Since day one, he's came on as a shareholder, um, and like he's been huge. Like, I, there's there's so many people who um, really look up to him at the gym, especially a lot of the younger guys and and all those. So, um, yeah, it's 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 been a, a brand of Pete. Like, it, it's the people. It is the people. Um, and you know, Jasmine, she's been huge. Like, Drew, she does a shift every weekend. She's great as well. Like, we've just got we've just got people everywhere that are awesome. So, 100%. and I think that that. That is something that it, within a business that has to filter down. Like you can't, like you have to, it's like an inward, inward outward facing thing. So the way that I treat Jules, the way that Jules treats me, the way that um, we treat Jazz, Jackson, Drew, that needs to filter down to the members. So if we're, if we're treating Jazz like shit, then that filters down. So it's like it starts at the top and then it has to filter down. It has to inward, inward and outward facing. So 100%. Yep. Yep. Product of your own environment, hey? Yeah, that's yeah, right. If you yeah, have yeah. a shit workplace, then you're going to feel like absolute <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I guess like in, in all honesty, like I walked in, I was like, oh, fuck, $25 for a membership yeah, yeah. at Emerge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 it was yeah. one of those decisions because yeah. I was weighing up a few of the powerlifting gyms course, yeah. in Melbourne. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, like yeah, yeah, yeah. 25, yeah. I guess you don't really see a gym membership that expensive, yeah, especially yeah. with your derimits that are like yep. 400 a year. Yeah, that's right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They are always packed. Yeah. Um, they're a big warehouse as well, yep. but obviously location's very far. Yeah. I think from what you're speaking about in terms of layering the value, mm. um, having great culture as well, mm. the $25, I don't even think twice yeah, yeah. about paying <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. it's it's worth it. Yeah. And you can just see like how much work you're putting in behind the scenes to yeah. make sure that all memberships are optimized and yeah. like you're actually getting value for your money. Yeah. Yeah, no, because you can it, pay like a $10 app membership, which is what I was doing, yeah. and then just yeah, budget yeah. and be like, well, yeah. I'm not going to go. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's stopping? Yeah. It's like $10. There is a psychology around that as well, which I've... I've yeah, when people connect when they're paying more, they are more accountable. Like, we, I had a friend of mine, um, <laughs> I won't name him, but I would always like, give him stuff for free and stuff. And he jumped on and um, he jumped on with Jules and started, and, and he would just like, wouldn't follow it and jumped on with Jules as soon as he's paying money. <laughs> he's like, I'm sticking to this plan. So, um, like, he lost eight kilos in like eight weeks after like not being able to lose weight for like 12 months. So, um, there's definitely a psychology around it there. I think the other thing that I want to see happen because we because we're limited, right? We're limited with how much impact we have. We can we can have. 
um, I want to put some pressure on other gyms. Like I want other other people to go, hang on, like maybe we should be doing a little bit more. Maybe we should be um, charging a little bit more. Maybe we should be trying to do a little bit more for our members. Maybe we should be having events. Maybe we should – because that for me is bigger, if that makes sense. So if we – if we, we once we cap out, it's like we can't have any more – I hope other gyms take notice and they're like, we need to start competing on value as well. I'd love to be, see people copy our, our model. Like mm. I'd love to be, because that's what I want to see because I don't want a bunch of gyms who don't give a shit about their members. Like if we can put pressure on other gyms to do the same, then awesome. And I think you know? the whole like population benefits from it. That's right. You yeah. see so many gyms where half the time they're unstaffed mm. and then the other time you walk in and they're like, like on their phone <laughs> yeah, or something, yeah, you know, yeah. like they yeah, just right. don't give you yeah. anything. Yeah. Whereas yeah, you yeah. walk into Emerge and it's like, hey, how are you going? Like yeah. you have a good chat or if you're like in and out, like mm. that's fine that you're yeah, yeah, they're yeah. respectful of your yeah. time as yeah. well. Um, I love that. I love yeah. how you're like trying to set the standard for other gyms to yeah. look up as well. I think um, a big part of that is my wife, Tiff. She, she She's super successful in her own right. She's done her master's in HR and um, used to be a general manager of HR and she – did a lot of the talent acquisition process. And when we um, hired Jazz and Drew, um, that was one of the questions on, on the thing, is like, what you know, what, what's the receptionist to a business? And they both nailed the question. It was like, we're the first point of contact. Like we are, like some people would see the receptionist role as like, oh, it's just a receptionist role. It's like, that's not, that's not it at all at Emerge. Like you're the face of the business. Like you're the first per- person someone sees. Like, and if you're rude, if you're not attentive, all this kind of stuff, like that filters, that is now filtering down to the mem- members. So um, it's a super important role. Like it's it's massively important um, to have the right people um, who are front of, who are front facing. Like if you don't have that, you're in trouble straight away. 